Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. Here this week with Art McPherson and Luke McCarty of the team. I'm Jennifer Perry. Check us out online. You can connect with us there anytime. If you have some questions you'd like to address here on the podcast, drop us that email at artofmoneyradio.com. Again, that website is artofmoneyradio.com. You're always teaching us lessons here when it comes to planning for things like taxes and retirement. And of course, we talk a lot about the advantages of doing things like Roth conversions. But there's a personal finance author, Liz Weston, who warns that later in life, maybe those conversions can sometimes cause problems. So how do we know when a Roth does or doesn't make sense? You have to be careful. On paper, it may make sense. You know, you do it now. You save in taxes later, let things grow tax free. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some things can come up. You know, if you have too much income, you know, it may push you into a higher Medicare premium. So be careful when you're creating income by way of Roth conversions. Um, also, you know, if you're in a certain tax bracket, there's probably not a whole lot of reasons to jump to the next. So you may be limited in how much you want to convert. You know, even though we think that taxes are going up in the future. There's no sense in jumping you a tax bracket now and paying a higher tax rate than what you would have. So just be careful when you're doing it. Look at all the numbers. There's a lot of things that people don't think about when doing Roth conversions. Yeah, what Luke had just brought up, the Medicare part of it, mm-hmm. you can be where you're right now. You know, the amount that gets deducted from your Social Security for Medicare may be $144. Well, that can jump to $591 a month. Ooh, ouch. That would hurt yeah, on a so, monthly basis, you know. That's correct. Yeah. So you got to be very, very careful uh, about doing that. So we always, you know, have a team of experts that are helping us do these type of things for our clients because we want to make sure that it's beneficial not only this year, but for the next five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years down the road. So it's a big deal, though. There's a lot of things that you can do to really reduce that tax burden down the road. And if you're really careful and you do it in a right and a methodical way, you can make a big, big difference for our clients, especially in long-term tax planning. All right. So so what's kind of our, you know, not our rule of thumb, but the average client. I mean, we do these over six, seven, eight, ten years. Hmm. Um, we do some each year. That number changes each year based on their income, based on the tax brackets. So it's not a one and done. Hey, let's do a Roth conversion and we're done. Yeah. No, no. It's several years and it's a process that we help and guide you through. Yeah. We may find a client when we look at their scenario is going to take seven or eight years to do. Like what Luke said, we may be transitioning $500,000 that's taxable today into non-taxable money later, Mm -hmm. but it takes the time to do that. We can't do that immediately as a one and done deal or else you're going to jump that person into a 37% tax bracket. Ah, Gotcha, guys. But uh, especially right now, I know for the last couple of years, actually, you've been able to help people do a lot of these Roth conversions and uh, perhaps move more money than they could in the past because of our lower tax rates. But we know... Those have an expiration date on them, and uh, depending on what happens in November, a lot of us are wondering where taxes are headed in the future. So I'm thinking the sooner you get started on this strategy, the more that perhaps you could move and, uh, again, take advantage of tax savings while they last. Absolutely, because the current code, the way it's written and the way it got passed, is it is temporary. Mm -hmm. So for the personal income side, our side of the code is temporary, and it rolls back to the old code if nothing else is approved in the future. So we know where that's going to happen. All the old tax codes come back, and that is an increase across the board. And also the amounts of money you're allowed to earn in those areas are dramatically changed 
the corporate tax side is different. That was a permanent. That was made okay. permanent in the law. But if it's on the income side for us personally, that one was temporary. So we know it's going to change. It goes back at least to the old code, which was permanent. And then any new president that comes into office, of course, would make their own changes. We've heard several conversations around this already by Joe Biden saying raising taxes across the board um, on the wealthy, he calls it. But he wants to raise taxes for sure. Investing for retirement is an art form. Learn more online at artofmoneyradio.com. From time to time, guys, different groups conduct surveys to come up with the number, the amount of money that the average person needs to ensure a comfortable retirement. Now, the latest survey was done by Transamerica, and their magic number is $500,000. And I thought, well, I don't know about that one. So what do you tell people when you have that conversation about how much they're actually going to need? It all depends on their current budget. So your retirement budget is going to play a factor into what your number is. So we always back into that number. Um, For example, I had a client in here last week, um, and she has a million-dollar portfolio. Okay. And she saved well. She said, I want to retire in the next three years. And I said, okay, well, you know, what's your, what's your take home right now? You know, what's your take home pay? What's your salary? And essentially by turning on income from that portfolio and turning on social security, she's going to have a raise. And I said, so why, you know, why would you keep working unless you just really love it? And she's like, well, you know, I may not have anything else to do, you know, something of that nature. So Mm -hmm. that's fine to keep working. But for her, her number was probably less than a million, right? She didn't need the full million that she could pull income off of. So, you know, we like to back into it. You know, what are you spending now? What are your goals in retirement? You know, and we always say the first 10 years of retirement, you're going to spend more money. So the whole, you know, the whole saying of, hey, you're going to spend less in retirement. I don't think you are. I'm not. I don't know if you guys are, but I'm going to spend more that first 10, 20 years of retirement and then maybe I'll spend less. But yeah. Well, our clients prove Luke right because we see typically that first 10 years, clients seen about a 20% increase over their current budget and that's their travel. You know, that's those are those trips that the they want to do. Or, yeah. yeah, because Luke has said this before, but I totally agree with it. Every day is a Saturday, so you know, true. in retirement. So you're out there buying more, spending more money because you have the time to spend it where when you're at work you're working mm-hmm. so you can't spend money while working at least typically you can't typically. i mean, if you're I mean really we can do bored some online shopping don't the internet get me wrong. or something like that <laughs> yeah. yeah right amazon right <laughs> but yeah most of the time we're earning the money while we're at work and uh, you're right guys i mean just think about your normal activities this weekend what are you doing you going to home depot make an extra trip for the home renovations you're taking some of those fun weekend trips perhaps to the mountains Whatever it looks like. And uh, that can add up, guys. But I love that you actually factor that into the planning that you do for people. You can actually show them what those retirement scenarios look like based on what they plan to do in those first few years of retirement. Right. You know, for sure. We plan that out and we, you know, we kind of scale up or down income based on what their goals are. You know, if you're going to Europe in two years, well, you're going to need $20,000, right? Or whatever that number is. So you may spend more in that year than you are this year. You know, back to the example, you know, is is $500,000 enough? You know, if you use the the 4% rule, you know, if you withdraw 4% of your portfolio, that gives you $20,000 a year on the 500,000. Average Social Security is about 18,000. So this gets you with $38,000 a year of income. Is that enough? So it all depends on you and your situations and what you want to do. 
Right, and a lot of people, that's not a lot of income. Right, yeah. I'm trying so, to think about where I would cut. And again, we don't want people cutting right. back, right? Right. Yeah. Right, so if your budget is a $60,000 a year budget, it's going to be very tough to live on a $38,000 a year yeah. budget. So you have to look at where you are currently, you know, what your current budget is, and you probably need in that first 10 years an extra increase of about 20% to be able to do that travel that you want to do. So that kind of a budget in a system means you're going to have to have a bigger portfolio in your 401k or you're going to have to have a pension or you're going to have to have something else in that scenario to help offset some of that extra income. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A17 Today's show has been a work of art. 